Well, good morning. Thank you for being here today. We've been in this series called the Christmas Playlist. Today is the last message in that series. We have Christmas this week. How many of you are traveling? You're traveling while well, be safe, be safe. And, uh, and so I know there are some people who are traveling and they have to take COVID tests before they travel. And so maybe that, that's you too. And, uh, and in fact, in January, uh, my wife is going to have her third full knee replacement surgery. And so that's going to be on the 20th. And so we just found out this week that before she can have that, she has to have another COVID test a week before. And then our whole family has to stay inside our house. and We can't go anywhere for a week before her surgery. And if I want to be with her during that surgery, I have to do that with her. So it's like, okay, the lingering effects of how we're still navigating life, you know, through this pandemic. And so it just continues and so it's like, yay, Merry Christmas. You know, it's like, are we together? Are we not together? And, and so push on through. The end of the year is, is right on us, right? And so I, like Savannah, I am really looking forward to 2021 and seeing all the new things that God will do, you know, for us, through us, in us, and in the city, in our families, in our country. Wow, it's, it's time for it. Amen. So, we've started every one of these sermons with some kind of a challenge. And today, we have the Little Drummer Boy Challenge. And I want to invite up a fantastic young couple, Zach and Katie Wild. Will you guys come on up? Yeah, let them know, let them know. Zach and Katie Wild, our Little Drummer Boys. So, so choose your weapon. Katie, you want the bigger one? Okay. So how long, Zach, how long have you guys been married? Four years, can you just, yeah, they're still honeymooning. I would think that after four years, you guys have developed a really good rhythm. No. <laughs> uh, oh, not like this. Don't, don't let them fool you. They have a, I was, the first time I was really with them, uh, and we were in my office, you remember this? And, and we were having a big old meeting, and go, they were going back and forth, and I said, you guys have a great banter, just the way that you talk back and forth, and for some reason, we've never let that go. Every, <laughs> it's, it's a really good thing. So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to give them a song that they can see here, and they together, in harmony, in rhythm, are going to bang out the song. And you have to guess what it is. For those of you who are online, you work to see if you can guess it before you hear us call it out here. That's how you win. And so are you ready? So y'all come in close. Here's our first song, and, and you guys get to start it whenever you want. You got the song? Okay, so y'all decide together, start banging it out. As soon as you know the song, just say, hey, I'm going to not stay in between you guys. <laughs> There's a safer place to stand. Are you ready? You remember the song? I almost forgot what this song is. Uh, do, you, do you need to... Do you need to... <laughs> wow, that was fast. Jingle bells, very good. Now, you need to turn your pot upside down and bang right here. No, 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 with the flat part. Yeah, see? 
That way the people at, at online can hear it also. Bang it hard and loud. Jingle bells, very good. First one, simple one. Here we go. Are you, you get this all right? Do you remember this one, Katie? Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Who said it? Good job, Deck the Halls. Man, y'all were either a fantastic group or you guys are just awesome at, at drumming. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? <laughs> okay, you got it? <laughs> you, here's the song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twelve days of Christmas. Lynn Marie. <laughs> so, so last week I called her Anna Marie. I'm just confessing my sin. Okay, here we go. Number four, how are you doing at home? Are you ready? Here we go. Uh, got it? <laughs> you got it? Okay, here we go. Y'all didn't get it out of that? Oh. Yeah. 
It's not up on the housetop. It's not up on the rooftop. It's not up on the housetop. It, it's, it's not, I lost my top. It's... You got to bang it out. Are you ready? One, two, three. Have Would you give them a hand for a great drumming? Outstanding. Oh, my goodness gracious. I think that was the best one yet, Katie. Good job. <laughs> All of you did a great job. So... For me, that's just a lot of fun. I hope that you're having a good holiday. I hope that you're going to have a Merry Christmas. It should be the most fun time of the year. And I know the whole season gets cloudy just because of everything else going on around us. It's like I know I'm supposed to be happy. I know I'm supposed to be excited. But for whatever reason, I'm just not. And if that's where you are, it's okay. There's a lot of people are there. And so today, what I want to pray is that even if times are tough, even in the middle, whenever you feel like God is silent and our, our world is at odds with each other, Jesus is still Lord and he's still in control. And following him is a choice. And he said that the fruit of what he brings to you is love, joy, peace, right? The whole fruits of the Spirit. And so... This is a choice. So today we have a song that we're going to do. The song we've chosen for our playlist today is Silent Night. And the words of Silent Night are just, it's Silent Night, Holy Night, all is calm, all is bright. Round yon virgin, mother and child, holy infant, so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace. Sleep in heavenly peace. Man, don't you want to do that every night? Don't you, don't you want to find peace for your soul don't you want to rest and, and just find a night that's calm and bright where you can just breathe and relax and you know it's everything is okay. God is still in control. Everything is good. The, the story behind this song, in fact, if you go online and you try to read through the story, there are a lot of different stories uh, about this man's life and what's going on. So Joseph Moore, he's the one who penned the words of the song. And Franz Gruber is the one who helped with the melody of the song. And really, the way that they wanted the song done was with a guitar and, and vocals. They had a choir. And so Joseph was a, a priest you know, in, in a little Catholic church in Austria. And, and he had been sent away from his home. He was by himself. He was in his young, well, he's 24, when he wrote the words of this song. And it was really his first time away. Now, you need to know, he grew up in a single, home, single mother home. Uh, his father uh, was a soldier. Uh, his mother and father were not married. It was during a wartime when he was born, 1792, in Austria, French had invaded, French soldiers were everywhere, and a mercenary soldier had shacked up with his mom and was there, and she was not uh, well-to-do. She was very poor, 
uh, and he got her pregnant. And as soon as he discovered that she was pregnant, he just took off. And so in that time, in a war-torn small village, no real way of making a lot of money, uh, he came into the world and was called all kinds of names. And it was very difficult, and he felt like he and his mother had to fend for themselves. She was not looked well upon in that small community. He was not looked well upon in that community. And so she reached out to the town executioner, the hangman, and asked him if he would be the godfather for Joseph. And so it was even worse than you can imagine. And there was a priest who heard of their story who invited him to come in and get involved in the music program there at the church when he was a young teenager. And that changed his life. And he uh, decided, I want to go to seminary. I want to you know, become a priest. I want to get involved. That's where he found hope. That's where he found life. And when he was first sent away from home, all alone, worried about his mother, worried about himself and his future, not knowing how to handle everything, on one night, as he just reflected on his life, he penned the words to this song. So, Tyler, if you and the worship team will come up. And when he got back, he, even though he penned the words of the song, uh, he, he didn't do anything with it. It was really mostly a poem. It was mostly just how he was feeling about, about life and walking through life alone and the pain of his birth and his childhood and what his mother had endured. And so this song, as he wrote it, uh, began to just resonate in his heart. And when he went back two years later, uh, he met up with his friend and who was also at that same parish. He had his own story. He uh, felt like he wanted to do music. His dad wanted him to go into the family business. His dad hated music, did not want his son, didn't feel like he could have a career in music. And so he was really rough on him until one day he went to a concert and he heard his son playing the organ. And he went up to him and he apologized. He said, I was so wrong. I am so sorry for what I have done to you in your life. I really believe you ought to pursue music. And he had a fantastic career with it. And so when the two got together, Joseph said, I want to play this song simply. And I want to play it on guitar, nothing else. And I just want the voices of the song and really the vulnerability of voices. Great voices, broken voices, it doesn't matter. I really think that the power of this song comes from the places inside you that feel empty that God wants to fill. And so as you listen to Silent Night, as you think about your own life and the things inside you that feel empty, I pray that the words of this song begin to fill in the gaps with Jesus, his birth and his life. Silent Night. Amen. We encourage you guys to sing along this song with us.
guys. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in, in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests just a simple birth story in the book of Luke it's just the creator of the world the alpha, the omega the beginning and the end the one who spoke our universe into existence in the arms of a young teenage girl wrapped 
swaddling clothes coming for us to take us home. I think this piece of scripture in Luke chapter 2 verse 7 she wrapped him in cloths placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. This is as you begin to read the stories and and there, there are a lot of them about Joseph and how he came to write this song but this was the piece that really moved him because as he was reflecting on his life and how hard it was and all the names that he was called he knew and grew up in a village in a town where no one had anything to do with he and his mother. He knew what it was like to be alone. What it was like to be abandoned. What it was like to hurt and be in need. And people judge instead of coming to help. And then when he left her, it was almost like it was more than, than, than he could handle. And he, was, he wanted God to, to come in and comfort and bring hope light and life to his mom and to himself and so the song really begins to ask when when God seems silent to you you know where what happens to you what happens to your life what happens to your direction what happens to your hope what happens to your joy the scriptures say this I pray to you, O Lord, and maybe you can identify with I pray to you, O Lord, my rock, do not turn a deaf ear to me. For if you are silent, I might as well give up and die. Psalm 28. Or, O God, do not keep silent. Do not hold your peace or be still, O God. These are just, these are some of the scriptures where David running and crying out for God. It's like, God, I can't hear you. I can't feel you. I can't see you. Everything in the world is chaotic. And I feel like I'm alone. And I feel like you're staying silent. I cry to you for help and you do not answer me. I stand and you only look at me. It's like, God, I know you're there. But for whatever reason, I feel like you're not engaging. And a lot of our world today feels like we're not being engaged. You must not care about me. Or you would see that I need interaction. Man, there are a lot of people feeling like that. The whole world was silent. God had been silent for hundreds of years, at least 400 years. And people were wondering, is God still alive? Does he speak through prophets anymore? Is there hope for the world? Is there a God? And God broke all of the silence in the birth of his son, through Joseph and Mary. And so here are just three things that I want us to take away from the birth of Jesus. The first one is this. God keeps his word. He keeps his word. At the very beginning of your Bible, you read a story about how God created the heavens and the earth and all about those days and all about the order and the processes and how it happened and how he put man in the garden and then put him to sleep and brought in Eve, his wife, and then the two of them were in this garden and you can eat from this one and don't eat from this one and they ended up making the wrong decision and the enemy Satan, that serpent, that snake, that deceiver came in and ruined man's relationship with God and man felt vulnerable, hid in the bushes, knew that he had sinned, knew that they had done wrong and Satan felt like he won and in a very poetic way God says, Satan, you may have bruised my heel, 
You may have won today, but I'm going to crush your head. I will win the war. Because you think you've separated them from me. But one day there will come a redeemer and I will bring them back. I will redeem them from the very beginning of your Bible. And then all through the Old Testament, he's going to come, he's going to come, he's going to come, he's going to come. And by the time you read in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you see that finally God kept his word and he did what he said he would do. Isaiah 7, 14 said, The Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Hundreds of years before the birth of Jesus, but God keeps his word. Amen? And so you may feel like he's silent. You may feel like he doesn't care. You may feel like things are falling apart. But God made you a promise. I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. And God keeps his word. The second thing we can learn is Jesus came for everyone. He didn't come for the rich and famous. Well, yeah, he did. But not only. He didn't come for the lowly, the abandoned, the hurt only. He came for everyone. I love this. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. We don't even know their names. They were just shepherds. You're just watching the sheep. You don't have any real thing to do in our town. You're just a shepherd. But God shone his glory around them and showed them the birth. They were the first witnesses of the Son of God in the arms of a of a young girl and this is for all the people he came for you he came for me from from the very beginning of the world until the world has its last day the Savior is for everyone Jesus came for you and finally Jesus is Lord Jesus is Lord and it just says today in the town of David a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah. He is the Lord. He is the Lord. And He has come for you. And He's come to call you home. He's come to change your life, to transition you from a life of emptiness, sin, deceit, disappointment, to a life of hope, forgiveness, joy, abundant life and he is Lord and there is no one who will save you outside of Jesus Christ no relationship no husband no wife no business nothing no friend nobody can save what you need saving only Jesus Christ and so Philippians 2 at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue can declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. And so, if God created the world, spoken into existence by Jesus, and then he came and lived his life perfectly, overcame sin and overcame death, rose from the tomb and won victory for you he is saying now I want you to recognize that I am Jesus I am Lord I have come to redeem you and I want you to trust me and I want to take you home and so 
That's the birth story. And just like the song, it began in a manger and it ended in an empty tomb. And he is alive. He is alive. And he is watching over you. And he has planted his Holy Spirit in your life to convict you when you know you're wrong, to support you when you know you're hurting, and to move you in the path of heaven. Amen? Have you said yes? Have you received him? Let all the earth receive her king. Have you received Jesus Christ? He is the gift that God has given you. And all you have to do is receive it. Say yes. I want you, Lord. I want you in my life. My life has been too silent, too afraid, too dark. The world is not going in the direction of heaven. I want to be different. And only God can restore your joy. I want to pray that today you receive Jesus as Lord. And that's a choice that we make every day. Amen. That your worship is of sacrifice to yourself and living unto him. And as this year ends and a new year begins, receive the gift of Jesus that God has given you. And let it take you to new places in the path of heaven. Will you pray with me?